The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and we've got some off-the-wall sports for you today and a lot of other stuff. Let's do it. It's a Monday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the short-timer. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776, or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it is a Monday. Hope everybody had an awesome weekend. And I know the weather's ugly and it's all terrible out there, but trying to have some fun today what's going on uh weather's not great no <laughs> not not ideal i kind of doubt da- i've kind of uh done with all this rain but it's not done with me so there's nothing i can do about it yeah i don't know how long it's gonna rain for it looks i mean everybody i've heard is like oh it could be like a week of this oh great uh, yeah didn't we just have this like about yeah. a month ago we had yeah. like, a whole, like two whole weeks of wasn't even a man. month ago F- that it wasn't that yeah. long ago i'm i'm done with it so how was your weekend? I'm moving there? somewhere where there's no rain. <laughs> well, yeah, you are done with like it. Like the Blind Melon song. <laughs> but the rest of us have to, uh, the rest of us are going to have to live with it for a little while anyway. Until we- you die. Well, yeah. yeah or, I, or move to Canada, whichever comes first. Uh, my weekend was solid, uh, although it was, uh, it, I stayed busy. It would have been nice to have my first weekend in forever where I didn't do absolutely anything. Uh, because I didn't have baseball for once, right? But uh, I had to do a lot of packing around the house. Um, I had to finally start boxing up all my beer mm. and whiskey and oh, tequila, that's, and that's like a whole truck load, right? Even with what you've killed off, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is, um, and unfortunately, I, I from the boxes I found, I can all. I, all the shippers I'm finding are 12 bottle shippers. I've got like mm. one that holds 15 bottles, but everything's 12 bottles. <laughs> so you need like 100. And each 12 bottle shipper is like 18 inches cubed. Like mm. yeah, I mean it so it's it's not it takes up a lot of space. So I don't know. I I I'm I'm still trying to drink some down, but there there's we're running into some problems. Running into some problems here. Well, I had a nice, quiet weekend for, well, relatively quiet. Saturday, uh, went over to visit my friends over at Easton Backyard and had some business meetings. We got some cool stuff happening, um, you know, mostly with the, the website, but also some other things that I'm really excited about, which I told you about one of them uh, that, that we're working on. And, uh, you know, what I did yesterday, you're going to laugh at me. I watched soccer and golf all day. I watch both soccer games because I'm, I'm going to be on uh, Glenn's show tomorrow night. After hours, I'm going to run over there uh, and, and be on his show. So I kind of wanted to know what's going on with the Euros. And uh, then I got into the golf for some reason. And I guess, well, Bubba Watson was atop the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know what? I, I like Bubba. I want to see what happens. And then he went bogey, 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 double bogey, bogey. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it fell off the face of the earth. Uh, but that, that uh, kid from UT... Uh, went they went like eight playoff holes, and I was actually into it. Yeah, I believe didn't watch that. Yeah, well, most people didn't because it's golf. Yeah, so I, I don't want to turn into Granado here, but yeah, well, it's not major. It's not a golf show. Remember that. Uh, that is true. It is true. But I, I, I did. Well, I, I flipped over and watched some of the Astros too, and it's basketball, a little bit of everything. But yeah, it was mostly soccer and golf, and I was sober. I wasn't even getting drunk watching it. That sounds terrible. Eh, it wasn't. It wasn't as awful <laughs> as you uh, you might think. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just uh, <laughs> asking how hungover were you? I wasn't really hungover either. Because I mean, I didn't overdo it Saturday. I, I, I had a few, but um, no, I just thought, you know what? I'm, I, I want to watch some of this Euro stuff because you know I, I don't want to sound totally stupid with Glenn when I'm on Tuesday. Okay, which I'm gonna sound stupid because I don't know any 
crap about soccer, except Ronaldo flops more than LeBron. Um, but then, you know, um, I just, for some reason, got interested in golf. I guess because there was nothing else really on. And it was kind of cool watching the playoff. Maybe I'm getting into golf again. Well, maybe. I get to get- as the U.S. Open champion, I'll be I honest. Should- as soon as I leave will be a really good time for you to get really into golf and start talking <laughs> golf a lot on the radio. Oh, no, I'm not going to talk golf. Oh. I, I just watched golf. I'm okay. just letting the people know I watch golf. That's all. Did you, and what soccer did you watch? What's the big, what's the big matches? Well, the, Is that Euro thing? Yeah, the, the Euro. Uh, the Euro the, who's your favorite team? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I don't really have a rooting interest because I don't have any countries in Europe that I like. Okay. But it was fun watching the... Uh, the Spain game today that was five to three. Spain versus who? They played uh, Croatia. Oh, I picked Spain in that. Yeah, well, Spain was up three one, and Croatia scored twice to send it to extra time, and uh, Spain beat them five three. Okay. What are the other results? Uh, well, the uh, Portugal because I did I did predict all these matches on Friday. I, I, think, I just want to see how accurate I was. I think you got almost all of them right. You you did not. Don't get, tell me the score. You just t- tell me the teams. I'll tell you who I picked. Okay. Uh, Netherlands and Czech Republic. Netherlands, I picked. They lost two nil. Oh, really? Yeah, That's a shock. In, in fact, they. Uh, um, well, I watched a lot of that game, and I have some questions for Glenn to see if I was actually whether I look stupid or not. Okay. Belgium and Portugal. I picked Belgium. Belgium won one nil. I knew that was coming. Spain and Croatia. I've already told you the yeah. result. And France and Switzerland is going on now, and it is three three. Yeah, it's a, it's a closer game than I thought. Yeah. I thought France would win this thing, but it's a it's a good match. And we had, I'm cheering for Switzerland, even though I'm somewhat neutral like Switzerland, but I can't outwardly cheer for France because I'm not a puss. Uh, that's right. one of those things. So, well, England, Germany tomorrow. I'm I'm rooting for England. Why? Because I I, I like England. Okay, I'm and, rooting for Germany because that's who I picked. And then Sweden, Ukraine. I picked Sweden. Okay. Although I don't feel great about that one. Mm. Yeah, I, I you know I don't know enough because all I look at is like the the world rankings, mm-hmm. and you know that's kind of how I figure out who's better than whom because i don't i don't pay enough attention to these guys are teams out now like is, is there are we in the elimination phase i believe so okay so like, i think uh uh czech republic eliminated what was it the netherlands yesterday? so netherlands is out yeah yeah because portugal's Man. also out i believe yes portugal the defending champions of this tournament oh i learned that is on austria out yes wow a lot of teams out well, yeah, I mean, this is we're, that's tournament style, I guess. Yeah, that's what happens when you get down to single elimination. Okay, which is where we are. Well, I'm excited. I- I'm excited to, for all the other teams except one to be out. That's when I'm going to be really excited. When there's only one team left, that's the biggest moment. <laughs> well, to that's me. that's still two weeks away because the quarterfinals. What are, the quarterfinals are this weekend. The semifinals are the sixth and the seventh of July, and the final is on July 11th. Why do they put so much time between their games? Well, because these guys can't play like what's this? The five NBA playoffs? You like, oh, you play a game. I need three days off now. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot of good stuff to get to. I had some. I have lots of football today for some reason. I I, I can't even explain it. And, okay. And, and you know what? I, I've I'm going to make a change, AJ. Oh, Fred, it, think about. No, I, your penis, you've had it your whole life. Why yeah, would you... I'd, I'd uh, never use it. Why would you move on from it now? This, uh, uh, just uh, because it's the trendy thing to do doesn't uh, mean it's for you. Uh, no, nobody. I, mean, I never use it. What's okay. Are you going to donate it to science? Uh, science fiction. Okay. <laughs> so, just like the rest of my body. Uh, I'm just going to be nice to everybody from now on. Okay. That's it. That's a good I, move. No, there's, a few, there's a few exceptions. Okay. I want to I make this clear. Am I one of the exceptions? Well, yeah. Pretty, I'm, I'm usually pretty nice to you. Usually, most of the time. I mean, I, you know, sometimes you say crazy things to get me charged up. I do that, yeah, because it's funny. Yeah, and but that's okay. I'll keep. That's doing not that. nice. Okay, well, you know, you just you guys, you guys can basically do the red card or yellow card on whether or not I'm being nice to people. Okay, but my exceptions: seat recliners, right? Pedophiles. Okay. Cal McNair. All right. Jack Easterby. Yeah. Nick Casario. Okay. That's it. All right, seems fair. Everything else, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about. I want to. Uh, I've got a couple things to talk about. They, in, in fact, there's a, a big announcement that's happened in the world of MMA in the last yeah. ten minutes or so. So we'll talk about that. And 
I, I tweeted out a video, and I, I hope you'll all go to my twitter.com uh, slash AJ is the real. That's that's my Twitter handle for those of you who are are new to me. Um, but there's a video of a professional fighter who got into an altercation at a bar. And I want to have a discussion, and, and I don't know if you've seen this video or not yet, Fred. I have not. I want you to watch it, Aaron. I want you to watch it. Oh, I have multiple times. And I want us to have a serious discussion about who is to blame for this incident, who is at fault here, uh, and what sort of uh, what what should be the results uh, having seen this. So we'll talk about that. And I had something else. I want. Oh, the I wanted to talk about the uh, not the NBA per se. But I wanted to talk about the Olympic team, and they've finalized the 12 guys. And I think maybe people don't care about the Olymp- – like the players don't care about the Olympics the way they used to, and I want to discuss that as well today. Okay, yeah, we, we can definitely get to that. And uh, I uh, I also want to get to how the Texans maybe shouldn't be tweeting stuff. Okay. Uh, there's uh, was kind of some interesting things in response to a Texans tweet. Uh, but uh, – Right now, I'm going to tell you about my man, Dr. Linville, and you can get on Twitch and see that, you know, hey, I have hair. And, uh, you know, it, it. there there was a point a couple of years ago where almost had none, and I went to Dr. Linville, and I, I, I had given up. I was ready to shave it and go bald. And Dr. Linville sat down with me and said, no, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take hairs off the back of your head where they always grow, and I'm going to put them where, where they're not. It's a neograft procedure. That's it. They move 2,451 follicles. That sounds like a lot. It is. And guess what? A couple years later, I now have pretty much normal hair. And it, it makes such a difference. You feel better. Uh, you look better. And, and, of course, in my case, you're not going to look much better because it's me. But in your case, some of you handsomes, it can make a huge difference. So if you go to 975hair.com and you know, it's starting to fall out or you're starting to not like the way it looks, just talk to him. Get your free consultation because you're an ESPN listener. And take a look at his hair when you do it because he had it done and his hair looks fantastic. 975hair.com. Get your hair back today. 975hair.com. What you create, you need to know your place. Because it's about to get hair. You're listening to the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. All right, so I watched the video. All right. So for those who haven't seen it, Joe Schilling uh, is a professional mixed martial artist. Um, not in the UFC, but he, he's a... You it's know, like a level below, right? Yeah, he's a, a glory champion, a, a Bellator uh, title contender. So I want, I, I want to see what you guys think of this video. What happens in the video is you, you, there's a, a drunk guy who clearly is like he's holding court for his buddies. He's, uh, he's the and, funny and guy. And the young lady in the, in the, that was yeah. in there, yeah. He's a funny guy. He's uh, he's the life of the party. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, uh, he, he, you know, I don't. He may work at like Dunder Mifflin or something like that. And he's at the same bar that Joe Schilling is at. And Joe Schilling is it appears returning from the bathroom from the little boys' room and going towards his table. But he, Joe Schilling's not the focus of the video. The focus of the video is Mister Dunder Mifflin. So. Dunder Mifflin is in the middle of the screen, kind of doing some dance moves, kind of doing some playing for the camera. Uh, a guy walks up and is clearing the table. And as he's clearing the table, Dunder Mifflin stumbles back. Uh, or I guess he's not clearing the table. He's taking an order, it looks like. So as, as Dunder Mifflin stumbles back, 
as Joe Schilling is walking forward, Dunder Mifflin runs into him. Joe Schilling puts his hand on his back and moves him off to the side. I'd also really quick like to point out, Joe Schilling is 6'3", about 185, probably 190 when he's not fighting or more. Uh, Dunder Mifflin guy, what'd you say, 5'9", 5'10"? If that. If if that, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's at least a full head shorter than Joe Schilling. Now you can carry on. He moved. Yeah. He jo- moved a little guy to the side. Basically. Joe Schilling, is, when he fights, Joe Schilling is. Um, he, he's built a lot like I was when I was fighting. He is a very tall, lean middleweight, one hundred and eighty-five pound fighter. Um, but you're right. And, uh, he, he's he's six three ish. He probably he's probably one ninety five, two hundo in this video. He, he's he's not in bad shape by any means in this. He's not carrying a bunch of extra weight. This guy is not, this guy is not, I don't know if this guy, like he's like the last guy picked in, in PE class is what it looks like. Though he does appear like he's a very funny guy. Uh, and that, and that goes for something, but Joe Schilling moves him to the side and proceeds to walk by. And then Dunder Mifflin says something. He either says, I, I think he either says something or he touched him. I'm going to assume he said something. Well, you could kind of tell from the look on his face that it was like a, hey, what the bleep man kind of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Joe Schilling turns around and Dunder Mifflin makes some kind of a move. I don't know because you, you're blocked by Joe Schilling's body uh, on his shirt that says ring cage parking lot. Uh, which that's the kind of guy who's going to fight you anywhere, apparently, or bar, ring cage, parking lot, yeah. or uh, whatever. This is a Bennigan's or whatever it is. I don't know that Bennigan's exists anymore. I don't know. I don't know what this place is. But it, the guy makes some sort of emotion towards Joe, whether it's a like the the sh- the shoulder jab, like trying to punk him out, or if he put his hand up. I don't know. He he looked like he was trying to do the the fake like duck this, fight. Like yeah, yeah. That's a, I call that a shoulder jab. Okay, where you're like you're trying to make the guy think you're going to do something, but you're you've really gotten. And this guy, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he had no intentions of doing anything. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. But Joe hits him with a two piece, and now mind you, Joe doesn't like. Joe doesn't wind up or anything. These punches are kind of they're they're short punches from like from hand level. He did this is not like a a a technical punch. This is not a wind up. I'm going to knock you out with one shot punch. This is no. He's, he's going to knock you out with two shots. Is, I, is I think the first one got him. Yeah, uh, but th- it's not the way you would punch if you were in a professional fight. It's the way you punch a guy at the bar. And again, I don't know what was said. We'll never know. The world may never know. And I don't know from this video what exactly the move was. You can tell there's emotion. There's some sort of emotion that made Joe Schilling unload on the guy. But he puts this guy down and... Calmly walks away and goes about his day. Now, Joe Schilling has said it was self-defense during a life-threatening experience. I'm going to go and say this was not a life-threatening experience. No, I, I don't. Now, unless the guy said, hey, let's go outside and I'll shoot you. Now you're thinking, well, maybe this guy's got some sort of a weapon. But I'm doubting that's what Dunder Mifflin had to say. He, he doesn't look like a guy who would carry a gun. No. But what he did do, and I, I'm not saying Joe Schilling is in the right on this. I don't think that he, I, I think that he could have handled the situation much, much, much better. But I'm also saying he's not totally in the wrong because he didn't, he, he's not the one who started this confrontation. He, he walked past the scene. Well, he got two steps beyond him and... Dunder Mifflin guy said something because he was two steps away from him and all of a sudden heard something and snapped around like, wait, what the hell did you just say? And then that's when it escalated. It did. And now again, 
I'm not saying that words, like just saying some words as you're walking away, should lead to you putting violence on this guy. But I do, because there was a move, and I don't know what it was, it was at minimum a shoulder jab, at maximum raising a fist. I don't feel bad for the guy either. Now, have you watched his feet? Watch the, the guy's feet. Dunder Mifflin's? Yes, because right before he gets punched, he his his feet open shoulder width, and he steps forward with his left foot, which you would assume if he's right-handed, that's how you would step forward to throw a punch. So rewatch it again and watch his feet right before he gets cocked. Because when he does put his, he when does, you make that kind of a step yeah. towards somebody, that looks like I don't know why you would step like that towards somebody unless you're threatening physical violence. I don't know. I don't know if what the right answer is here. I again, I, I don't believe you. Sh- if you're a trained fighter, you should just go around beating people up randomly. But I also don't think if you're a drunk guy, you should just think and think walk around thinking you can flex on whoever you want, and especially like pump a jab at him or something. Like I I I can't. You can't let that fly everywhere because these these guys they they know how to fight and the truth is a lot of guys who fight some a lot of them are looking for reasons to fight and uh this guy gave him in my opinion enough of a reason it, it seems like enough of a reason what do you think fred i think 99% of these altercations can be avoided by just keep walking just turn around so you leap off and keep walking especially if you know you could destroy the little dude like that and I know there's a lot there's a lot of people that like to see little dude destroyed when he's being a jerk. Sure. Uh which, you know, that that's cool, but I mean, to me none of this needed to happen. And you know, I mean, honestly, especially if you're a trained fighter and you know you know what you're going to do to this guy. Now in in his defense, I mean, and I can kind of see that side of it if the guy looks like he's going to hit you, well, you know, got to do what you got to do. And right? it looks worse than it probably is because he's trained and he's so much faster yeah and it's like bam bam but by the same token it never should have come to that so i also i mean it's not like uh, while while this is a good sized man uh it's not like it's Derek lewis right so i don't know but uh, if that dude walked by me in the bar i would not mess with him and if he had to push me aside i would apologize for getting in his way you know, say sorry about that. This guy kind of came over in front of me and, and made me go backwards. My fault. And that had been the end of it. There's uh there's different conversation on, on Twitch, there's some different takes on this. Okay. Um he did kind of bow up to him, but that doesn't mean you immediately beat his ass. Um it, don't bring the smoke if you can't handle the fire. Uh, as someone who worked in a bar for many years and seen many drunk people in fights, I've seen many people walk away because they knew the other person was just drunk talking. Okay, that's that's fair. But you have to assume in a bar, especially if guys stumbling around yeah. a little bit. Uh, just watch that. There was absolutely no need for shilling to do that. Okay. Um, proper response is to tell the guy STFU and walk away. Fair. Oh, and then there's move on to the next topic. Who gives a bleep? Well, the- I mean, we're having a discussion about it, so maybe you don't, but that's okay. Uh, and Slim Pasty says, alcohol makes you do some stupid ship, which is very true. Uh, I, I'm i going to go on record and say, I think that, because I, I, there's people saying, oh, he should he should go to jail for assault. I don't think he should go to jail for assault. I, I mean, I, I to me, this was, was it avoidable? Yes. Is it something that needs to be punished by the law? I'm going to go no. I'm, that's, where, that's my stance on it, Fred. I'm team no legal ramifications on this. Because I, I, while it wasn't a life-threatening situation, that's a lie. Yeah, that's BS. There's no way his life was in danger. He wasn't even in danger of getting hit. If that guy's hand had gotten up a little higher, he would have never gotten a punch off. Um, but, I, you know... I don't know the definition of assault. I do know that people get arrested for bar fights all the time. So, 
And Apocalypse says, as a police officer in Houston, if I saw that video, I would say that was self-defense based on the action of the drunk guy prior to the punch. There we go. If the cops say it's true, it's got to be true. And KB says, did that guy just beat up Jake Asman? <laughs> I didn't, like, yeah, that, that could have happened. <sighs> I don't think that was Jake Asman. I don't think it was. No, he's, he's not a redhead. He's, yeah, he's, the guy he's had, a little too chunky. He had brown hair. He's too chunky to be Jake. And I think he's he might be too tall to be Jake, honestly. Well, yeah, who who isn't? And he was there with a woman. That's but meaner than what that I was, was going to say. Yeah, that would have been a good time. I was going to so say, Jake would have hit him with his pot of gold if he would have swung on him. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, I, I'm of the opinion that none of this needs to happen. I mean, you know, you, you get drunk and do something stupid, you need to diffuse it. And, and drunk guy should have not said anything. But he should have just kept walking. Now we wouldn't have had a great video to talk about. No. But in reality, there's, I guess, a 99% of these things, there's no reason for it ever to get violent. But I want you all to take notice of this. There are some lessons that money can't buy you. This is one of them. If you ain't about that life, be careful who you talk to in right. bar settings or club settings. And... It's a lot of dudes think it's worth it to impress the people that they're there with. All it takes is one, like just the wrong guy one time. And now you're the, you're of internet sensation. Like don't let that happen to you. And while Joe Schilling should have all should have been the bigger man, the smaller man should have learned to keep his mouth shut. If you're not about that life, don't talk about it. Like you are. It, it never ends well. I tell my sons this all the time. The, the, the worst thing you can do is be a person who doesn't know how to fight and pretends that you do. Because if someone who does know how to fight comes across you and you pretend like you have no idea how to fight, chances are good that person isn't going to whoop you up. Right. If you talk or act like you do know how to fight and you don't, that's when you're in real danger. Well, here's here's what I do. Let me just let me let me give you guys a little PSA. You hit here. him with that Taekwondo. No, I just assume everybody that is out and about can beat you up. Is an MMA fighter, and I don't <laughs> want any problems because you don't know who's studied and who hasn't. And even if a guy's put on a bunch of weight, he might still be really good. So I just assume they are, and and you know what? I don't I don't talk bleep to people. Try you know it's like accidents happen. I usually take the blame for whatever, and it diffuses, and that's the end of it. Um. I will say this. First off, this guy's getting a lot of run for it. It's got to help his career, even if even if it winds up getting charged with assault. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think it will. And number Maybe two, he'll fight Jake Paul. <laughs> go back and look at his face the whole time. He was pissed about something before that. Yeah. He had a look on his He's, face. He like, seems to be a generally salty dude. Well, I, I mean, whether somebody pissed on his uh, tennis shoes in the bathroom or whether his girlfriend or, or boyfriend was being a jerk to him, Something he was mad about something. Well, he already. was mad because his life was in danger, Fred. Oh, stop. <laughs> All right, stop. I gotta tell you guys about I, now. TGS won't insure everything. They can't insure your mouth against uh, checks that your ass can't cash. But um, what they can do is insure your home. And homeowners insurance is one of those things that you don't really get a lot of benefit from. Usually, you're hoping you never have to use it. So why would you want to pay more for it? TGS has only A-rated insurance, so you're only working with the best companies. And what they do is they've already shopped the price for your home. I know that sounds a little creepy, but it's not. They only they do it for you because they want to save you money. So here's the deal. You text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back and ask for your uh, your address. You send that, and within 15 seconds, you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. And if you like it, great. You can start saving money right away. The average customer saves over $900 a year. Uh, I saved over 1000 so you can save some real money. And if you don't like it, you just throw it away. No big deal. One more time, text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS Insurance. SPN 97 5 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. We were just talking on Twitch about how I'm too old to fight. How does an unrelatable 85-year-old keep an audience? I don't know. I guess a few people relate because we have a few people here. Just out there battling, man. And not quite 85. I'm not making it to 85. Are you guys kidding me? I'll take 70 right now. Maybe 75 at the most. But because anything after that, it's going to be... It's not going to be much fun. Somebody says you should grow out of it in your 20s at least. Uh, it, well, yeah, but I, don't, I think he's in his 20s. So I don't, I don't think either one of those guys are old enough to have grown out of it. But, yeah, well, at least, uh, hey, it, it, at least the guy got to go viral. I'm, I'm all about that. No, Joel Schilling is 37. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, you need to be out of it by then. Usually around anywhere from like 28 to 30, 31 is where you get out of that. I I want to fight everybody at the bar kind of attitude. How old were you before you got out of that, AJ? Before I what? Got out of the I want to fight everybody at the bar age. I'm guessing that kid was a lot younger, though. Uh, 37. I would say probably probably 30. Yeah, I think that's about right. I said anywhere from 28 to 31. Yeah. Because that's when you start, you have a real job normally, or you start having enough of a future where you look at it and you go, man, it's really not worth it if this dude sues me or something like that. Yeah. I think it was 30 because 30 is when I first got really fat the first time. And then, you, know, you didn't want to fight when you were fat? No. It makes you tired. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I was I was slow. But, but I still, to this day, what I'm not great is... I don't go searching out confrontation, but I welcome it when it comes still to this day. Like, I, I definitely don't avoid it. And this is something my wife has a huge issue with. Like, she's always like, do you re- did, we re- did that really have to happen? Couldn't it have been resolved in a different way? And typically, yes. But I, I don't go out of my way to, I, I don't shy away from confrontation. How about that? Yeah, I don't like it at all. What's going on here? What is uh, we're on to penalty kicks. Yeah, so you get uh, in the Euros, you get two overtimes, and then you go to penalties if it's still tied. <sighs> and why don't they just do this to like they should not even have the match and just do this? This should be its own sport, honestly. Penalty kicks. I think soccer fan isn't crazy about it. Oh, really? I think they want soccer NHL to keep fan going, like and going and going and going. I know NHL fan typically doesn't like shootouts. You don't like shootouts, Fred, in hockey? Uh, regular season, I don't have a problem with them. because, But they don't, don't have them in the playoffs. No, right? in the playoffs, you play until somebody scores a goal. Yeah, I and, think that's the way it should be. Yeah, so I mean, that I, I, I actually think NHL has it right. You do the shootouts. Now, I, I don't know that you should... I don't like getting a point for the tie in the shootout. If you lose it? it yeah, if you lose. Uh, I think the, they call them loser points. I'm not a fan of that. But I kind of like the idea that, okay, regulation... You don't want to. Yeah, they've gone to a three-on-three three overtime, which usually settles it before you get to the shootout, which I like. Ooh, I like that guy's shuffle yeah. step move. And uh, then they go to a shootout. But I, in the playoffs, you play until somebody scores a winning goal, and it's sudden death. And I like that. I think they get it right. OG from H Town says, "AJ, legit question: When's the last time you got your ass kicked? I mean, it was in the gym, probably pre-COVID. Like Does that fight your knee went out." No, I mean I got I, that. That's the last time I got my ass kicked in the cage, but like in the gym, I've gotten I've gotten the business a couple times since, since then. Certainly, I I mean I didn't go a hard training session without somebody whooping my ass a little bit. I'm I've I've never been the uh, I've never been the alpha in the room. Um, that that's part of what I credit for having some success fighting is. I, nobody that I fought was better than the guys that I trained with. So that kind of helped. Well, that's a good thing. 
Uh, Does anybody miss these penalty kicks? No, well, I'll be honest. It, no, that's how the, the only way you lose is if somebody chokes on a penalty kick because the goalie never guesses right. I, I'm not I, the, the, the goalie always the goalie always goes the opposite way of where the ball goes almost every time. And then on the one time that the goalie guesses right, he may not get it anyway. So legit question is: Do, do you think I could do one of these penalty kicks and have success? Or like, yes. How how? What's my percent chance uh, of making one versus these guys? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I I have to have some percent chance. I'd say, I can kick a ball. Like, I, do I do I have pinpoint accuracy like these guys? No, but it seems like the goal is so big. Like that's what to me makes hockey a little bit tougher. The goal is relatively small to the human defending it. Yeah, like this is a big ass goal and a regular size human. Yeah, I would say I'll give you a twenty percent chance of making it against not not like one of the really good goalies, but against like an average goalie that you might run into, like uh, at you know like like a local local league kind of goalie. I'll give you a twenty percent chance. Okay. Yeah, because but you got to practice. Like you got to understand these guys are so quick normally, except for that guy. He stutter stepped and then faked out the goalie. But usually it's the it's that last minute adjustment of where their hips are placed and where their their plant foot is that determines where the ball goes, and the goalie's already moved by the time that last minute adjustment happens. That's why they guess wrong a lot. And OJ said, "No, AJ, you'll fly the ball over." I'd say ten percent. Well, but you'd have to practice. There'd have to be a lot of practice before you did it. And you know, and, and Jeter Bean says PKs are way harder than people imagine. That's because they make it look easy because they're really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'll that's give you part that. of it. That's part of it. It's too bad you won't be here that long, or else we could have probably had Glenn bring you out to a Dynamo game. We could have done that. That would have been a great halftime yeah, show. Yeah, but how embarrassed would the Dynamo goalie be if I scored on him? I was going to say, like, everybody at the station goes out there. We have a penalty kick playoff for halftime. That'd be kind of fun. entertainment. That would be kind of fun. Let everybody laugh at us, like, sailing it over or completely yeah. going wide left. Yeah. But you'd have to have like their their backup goalie or somebody because they'd be playing a game. Whatever the case, have this, one of their youth goalies. This is they certainly this is certainly easier than like scoring hockey penalty uh, shots. Like, yeah, because with hockey, it's like it. it each one almost seems like fifty fifty. Yeah, it, it, it's. I'd have to check the exact percentages, but the, these it, it seems like everybody's going to make it, and then one guy is going to blow it and miss one, and like. In hockey, if if you lose in a shoot a shootout, it's like the you can blame the goalie. Like the goalie gets blame if they lose in a shutout in a shootout. In this, it's like if you lose in a shootout, you're you just blame the person who's kicking because the goalie's not expected to stop anything. Well, except in hockey, it's a regular season game, so it's no big deal. This is this is to advance in the Euros. This is a big deal. But yeah, I think most soccer fans. He got a hand on that ball. See, that's that's an actual good job, and it doesn't matter. It's still good. Yeah, you guessed right. Hmm. Well, so, and and beer man Greg says with hockey you're skating on. Well, there, there there is a little bit of a difference there, and that puck. If you're the goalie, that puck's coming at you at 100 miles an hour, and that thing hurts. Um, but you know, it, it's it's a obviously a different type of skill set, but you at least, if you're a goalie, you have a fighting chance. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number. Uh, there was something that happened over the weekend that some people think is an injustice. Okay. And I want to get your opinion on it when we come back. All right. So, quick break. Nobody's missed yet. So, is it down to whoever misses now? I believe so. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of rooting against France because they're the favorites. And I think Switzerland went first, so if the Swiss guy misses it, the French the French guy still has to make it. Yeah. And plus, I'm still mad at the French for Vietnam. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz at ESPN 97.5, 92.5. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. 
And we are back on the Blitz. I mean, this is the biggest victory I've ever seen. <laughs> see, though, you see why I was kind of watching yesterday? You kind of get into it. Although there were penalty kicks, but for non-soccer guys like us, penalty kicks are kind of fun. Anyway, uh, somebody says penalty kicks are like making free throws to win the game with no time left on the clock. Uh, but I bet, I don't know. I bet the I bet they make more penalty kicks than they would free throws. So, uh, so there was a lot of people thought this was an injustice. It certainly sucked. Did you see what happened to the North Carolina State baseball team at the College yeah. World Series? Uh, yeah, and, and we had talked about them the other day when they were down to thirteen and, and lost that game. And the NCAA basically said, "Sorry, man, this is a no contest. You're out." I didn't like it. I don't like that one bit. If that if that were the championship round, would they have done the same? I don't think they would have. I don't know, but I I I, I feel for the kids that are there. My question is, were they all vaccinated? Four of them were. Okay, which means how many so, weren't? Uh, no, four, no, I'm saying four of the cases that that got uh, contact traced were vaccinated. Okay, but that's just contact traced, so you can't really... But what uh, I'm saying is, if you're contact traced and you're vaccinated, you shouldn't be out of the game, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Like, the whole point of these kids getting the vaccines, and, and that's what makes it even worse, is the NCAA still allowed full capacity in that stadium... <laughs> With no masks, no restrictions, you don't have to be vaccinated to get into the game, yet those kids on the field, they weren't allowed to play. That makes no sense to me. I, I'll, I'll never understand it. I feel terrible for North Carolina State. Well, that's the other thing, too, is just if you had been vaccinated in contract trace, so what? You're playing in the outfield. How close are you going to get to people? <laughs> I mean, I, I that part... But but for the ones who weren't vaccinated, I don't, I don't have a lot of sympathy. And you know, it's it's like anything else. If you want to get it, great. If you don't, and it comes up, comes back and bites you in the ass. Okay, if I, if I turn into a zombie because I got it, that's on me. Well, what about what about this? I, I think there were other solutions. Was the point I was? I thinking. agree. So that that the first game between North Carolina State and Vanderbilt, I mean they they played that game right when when uh, NC State was shorthanded. And which also might not have been real fair, but okay, because they're playing a bunch of freshmen who hadn't been out there all yeah, year, but okay. But still, so the next after that day, they say, okay, you guys can't play anymore. But even though Vanderbilt just played a baseball game with a bunch of guys who were apparently too at risk to play another game, right? Not only are they allowed to play, they don't have to get tested or con- go into contact tracing. It's like it just never happened. I don't see how I don't see how that's fair. I, I don't see how that that is in any way fair. And the worst part is, I mean, now Vanderbilt gets to go into they, they get to go into the final with their best guy ready to go. Yeah, they didn't have to use their best guy in a winner go home situation. They get to throw him game one, whereas Texas and and Mississippi State they both had to you know drain their guys. So. Well, I, Mississippi State, Texas is out. I know, but they had they played yeah. each other. So whoever would have won would have been going in without their best pitcher because they both burned their guys to get into the thing, right? Which presumably Vanderbilt would have had to do as well. But they just they they basically got a, a free pass go, collect their two hundred dollars, and they're ready to play. Yeah, I think they should have pushed it back at least a day to have the contact trace people tested and especially if they've already been vaccinated yeah. and if all, and if all of them came back negative or enough of them came back negative where they could play, you push the game back a day. You're going to push a game back for a rainstorm, but you're not going to do it for this. So I think it could have been handled better, but I'm not as sympathetic as because the guys who didn't get vaccinated, who got it and caused them to get knocked out. Well, that's, that's kind of on you, but yeah, I, I think it was, uh, a really crappy way of of handling it, and there that there I I I mean, would it take more than a day to get a test result? I mean, I I've gotten test results in fifteen minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. So, just because they were in the same room, if they've been vaccinated, test them. And you know what? Then if they're positive and they can spread it to somebody else, sit their ass down, even if it doesn't affect them. But 
I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see why you can't wait a day. I mean, why, why did they not do that? I, I don't know. I, I, I just think what the, what they did was the worst thing they could have done, and that's why they decided to make the announcement at one thirty a.m. Yeah, I mean that, that's the that's the. The, I mean, that's really what it boils down to. They didn't want the they didn't want the the backlash, so they just news dumped it. I, I don't know. Well, imagine though if this were the Final Four of college basketball and you pulled this. I mean, rea- realistically, I mean, there's there's a decent college baseball base here because LSU's good and Texas is good, and uh, and there's a lot of kids who go on to play college baseball from around here. But nationally, it, it's it's. I'm not even sure it's up there with women's basketball in terms of interest. No. I mean, it's probably bigger than women's basketball, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, ain't, I, I, it ain't huge. You know, I, I mean, now listen, we're talking about the tallest Tobit here, but yeah. maybe uh, maybe look up TV ratings for the College World Series Championship versus uh, the Women's Basketball Championship. I'd be curious. And somebody says I wanted Vanderbilt in the College World Series. Well, you know, I know they have like two pitchers that everybody wants to see, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's also, it could have, it, there's, it, it seemed like there should have been a better solution than that. Than just kick a team out. Yeah. Who, I mean, this was their first chance to ever play for a championship. And realistically, they probably weren't going to win because they were so shorthanded, but give them, give them the chance on the field, man. But I, I, I it's typical NCA. So, so he said some of the NC State players were allowed in the stands to watch other games after being disqualified. Well, yeah, game, what's, yeah, what sense does that make? Yeah. You can't play on the field, but you can be in the stands. Mm. Like, it's it's just absurd. I, 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 they could not have handled that worse, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'd just like to hear from them why there was no one-day delay. Just like if it were a rain rainstorm. That happens. I'm sure they've been delayed. Is it because the TV contracts are so specific? So make them play two games on yeah. Sunday. You guys do that all the time. Yeah. Make them play an early game on Sunday, assuming everybody's passed their, their test. And then you get you get to start the next series right after that. Yeah. And, Seems pretty easy. And, oh, well, but then they don't have the pitching advantage. Well, they're still going to have to play that thir- that game. Yeah. They were still supposed to play that third game. So, Michael Adams, I bet Little League World Series gets similar ratings to college. That's an interesting one. I bet it's not far off. Yeah. A lot of people like that little league world series. So, so the college world series, it looks like the highest uh, viewership they ever had was in 2018. There was it was a three game series between Oregon State and Arkansas, and it averaged 1.96 million viewers per game. Arkansas, okay. Arkansas, Ar- Oregon State. All right, Arkansas milk versus Oregon State. Beaver Bubba. versus hog. Okay, uh, the hog always dominates the beaver, doesn't it? Typically, yeah, they went in on them. I mean, as long as the beaver just got out of... Never mind. Did the Who won that match? Uh, I think uh, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Well, in the end, the beaver usually wins. The beaver bit back. Yeah. Uh, the highest rated... What I think is the highest rated uh, women's championship was 4 million viewers in 2019. Oh, okay. Or 2020. So that's not really that close. No, double. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Stand corrected. All right. Little League World Series. Let's, let's, let's find that one. Now, mind you, I, I'll, I'll say this, and and you may, when uh, when the Arkansas and Oregon State, uh, does it say what channel it was on? ESPN and ESPN two. Okay. And the the women were probably on ESPN also. No, yes, they were. Okay, yeah. they were. Yeah, because they okay. don't they don't get ABC. No, they don't. But I was just wondering if if the College World Series before ESPN Plus was if all the games were televised on ESPN or if it was like on. No, they were on ESPN. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I, I have paid attention to this thing for a while, usually because there's always one Texas team in there that gets knocked out early. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be curious about the League World Series. So, in 20, this was written in 2018, the article says, Honolulu versus South Korea Little League World Series title game had a 2.1 rating and 3.25 million viewers on ABC. More than college, well, but that's also on ABC. But more than co- the uh, more than college baseball. It also had an international. I mean, how many people in South Korea were also watching because it was South Korea? Versus yeah, but that, Hawaii. Those, are those U.S. ratings those are, or are those yeah, international those are ratings? I'm guessing they're U.S. ratings. Yeah. 
It just says because you, oh, you, no, you don't uh, have ABC in South Korea. You've got no. It would be on some other channel. Yeah, the Korean the version. Korean Broadcasting Network, uh, the KBN KESPN. <laughs> that's what it could be. Whatever Chu Kang, whatever Ku Chang Mo plays on, that's where probably what channel they were on. Well, I think. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think I find that interesting. I, I, that uh, so college baseball, while I think bigger here in the grand scheme, man. I I mean, is is that even bigger than lacrosse? I don't. I don't know. That's that's pretty. That that's got to be. I, I hope it is. But the the uh, the problem is, like I said, if it if it were one of those others, if it were women's basketball, for instance. Even women's basketball, they would go nuts. If it were the final four of, of real basketball with men, yeah, they would go nuts. And it, so I think because of baseball. Um, I mean, imagine the, the college football playoff. <laughs> Boy. If they just tell a team, uh, oh. What if they did that to sorry. Alabama? Yeah. Um, people are losing their minds. <laughs> but the TV networks would never allow that. Yeah, well, I guess they I guess they didn't care for old NC State. Yeah, I, I think that's garbage. I feel bad for NC State. Uh, all right, I got to tell you guys about Carbach Brewing. I, I mean, who feels bad about Carbach? Uh, although Eric said he's going to have to text us tomorrow or uh, call us tomorrow. He he's not going to be able to do today. I guess he's like probably standing in the middle of a river with you know high, high water pants on, fishing for whatever. I don't even know what he fishes for. Trout, trout usually speckled trout or rainbow trout. Rainbow, I believe, but I okay. could be wrong. Well, whatever. That's what he's doing today, so he's too busy for us. But he does make a damn fine beer, and plenty of them. Uh, whether you want something light and refreshing, like the the Love Street or uh, the Crawford Bach, which is an everyday drinker, or you want something hoppy, they've got the the Light Circus or the Love Street or or not Love Street or the Hoppadillo or the uh, the Rodeo Clown. They've got tons of different IPA options as well. And if you're looking for something a little darker, they've got that. But typically, you can get that at the brewery. Uh, you can always find something at the brewery that you can't find anywhere else, sometimes not anywhere else in the world. So stop by, have yourself a good meal, have yourself a good beer. And follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what's going on with the brewery and what's going on July 3rd for their fireworks festival. So check them out to see what's going on there this Saturday night. Uh, and when you're out and about this week, Grab yourself some Carbach. Swim back with a full clip. They say I'm moving ruthless. And my shooters, they shooting. I'm going to take a ruthless. If you can't get enough of your favorite ESPN 97.5 show, we've got just the thing for you. And it's not safe for work. Won't somebody please think of the children? For all the uncensored interaction, head over to twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. Say.